Veterans are used to giving everything to help others. When they come home from war, sometimes they need help. These are the organizations that give back. These are the heroes that help. Welcome to Heroes That Help. I have with me today, uh, man, it's taken months for me to try to get you on here, hasn't it? In a couple days. It's yeah. It's been some uh, scheduling uh, hassle, but we made it work. We got I, it. We nailed it. I think we started this back in April. We did. First first, first go around was my fault where I did not realize you all are on the East Coast and I'm out in California and you're like, yeah, come on. It's 830. That's great. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And I look at the clock and I'm like, oh, wait, that's 530. Oh, and then, that's then I see ooh. emails that you're in London and I'm thinking, oh, blimey, I got a Brit coming on a uh, show about – about U.S. organizations, I'm, I need to yell at my producer again. No, but, no, uh, it actually, I, I just happened to be over there at the time. Oh, for an just, one of those like, just ah, yeah, this is probably this is not going to help in the call for for people to to help you guys out with donations when they know that the CEO is just. Oh wait, that's right. We're doing a radio show. We should actually introduce you. Hi, Steve. Yeah. Hi there. <laughs> this is Captain well, you... Steve Machuga with stackup.org. And um, man, I, I know I've been emailing you trying to get you on here. And I was very serious that I've been wanting to talk with you. We are talking nerd herd stuff going on today. We're talking gaming, really. <laughs> and uh, you were an army captain. Uh, when did you serve, Steve? Uh, 98.06. Okay. First. Was... First four was infantry, last four was intel. No. Well, that's quite the jump. It was. Yeah, yeah. You go from the all-boys club, football, locker room mentality to days of our lives, women and men serving together, deployed overseas. It was a very, very, very stark difference. (laughs) Hey, dude, I served 9907 in intel, so thank you for that. Oh, right on. Uh, (laughs) uh, So Stack Up is a very unique organization. And this is why I really wanted to have you on, because there is a whole group of individuals that serve in the military. Everyone knows that the military is this big smorgasbord of, of uh, <laughs> tough guys and then intel weenies, as I was always called. But your organization focuses on getting veterans together and helping active duty folks through gaming. Um, and this is through video gaming, correct? How did this whole thing start? Uh, well, I'm a gamer. And you, they say, you know, as a writer, they say, write what you know. And it's like, hey, if you're going to help somebody, you know, help somebody through the way that you know how to help. And as somebody who deployed forward, I have a pretty famous picture now running, going around that I, I kind of pass out that has a picture of us right before we're getting ready to deploy uh, to Iraq uh, back home. And I'm kind of hunched forward. You can see in my upper left breast pocket the unmistakable square outline of a Nintendo DS. Uh, and if you didn't know what to look for, you wouldn't think anything. I'd be like, oh, it's like a book or something like that. It's like, no, it is absolutely a, you know, four by four square. And I knew exactly, I was like, I know exactly what that was. That's funny as hell. And it pops out and it's like, yes, this is the perfect one picture of my military career. It's like, okay, I'm military, I'm doing stuff, but when I am off, I am gaming. And that was always my thing. Like ever since I could walk, gaming was my thing. It was like everything I did. It was my entertainment. Uh, you know, and then when I came back home, it was my release and getaway, and it was my escape from some of the things I was thinking about and some of the problems I was having, uh, reintegrating being back home after having deployed forward. So, so yeah, that was uh, that was that. But yes, gaming, absolutely. Even in Iraq, you got to catch them all, right? 
Uh, nope, not a Pokemon guy. Uh, I missed I missed that window. I was a that was a Final Fantasy Tactics guy. So uh, that was one of those like, hey, this game can go for seven hundred hours, and I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll be good. So yeah, that was that was where that went. Did you did you get a lot of crap as a? Uh, I presume that you deployed as a lieutenant. Uh, no, I deployed as a captain. As a captain, uh, I went over. Yep, yeah, I had, was anyone uh, daring I, enough to give you crap over the uh, gamer captain? my boss did he didn't appreciate it i should have you know i should have been walking around smoking cigars and you know one of the boys and meanwhile all my guys love me they they were again because i was the one talking about video games and you know i don't care which generals were getting promoted or you know i was like that was just not my thing i was i was i was the enlisted man's officer i was just like hey man you know like i'm very easy to very easy going very easy to talk to i wasn't like you'll stand in a position of attention when you address me sir or son you know that kind of noise just not me I was just like, hey, you want to talk about video games? Yeah, roger that. Roger that, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I didn't do that. Yeah, you call me Steve, bro. It was nothing like that. But, you know, I... So you were in Air Force. Yeah, Yeah. right. Okay, yeah. 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 And you as an Air Force guy can say that. Hey, that's why I'm Captain Bob. There you go. (laughs) Captain Bob. See, Um, that's how I knew you were in Army, because you spell cat differently. Like C-A-P-T. We we don't have any vowels, apparently, in our... (laughs) S-G-T. And I I use a lot of syllables. Um, (laughs) normally we just talk trash about each other on the podcast side, but the radio folks get that today. Um, well, Hey, at least we weren't coast guard, right? You know, there you go. I have friends that are coast. Okay. Let's let's stay on point. Let's stay on. Sorry. Go ahead. This is the problem with gamers. We're all a bunch of ADD people. Um, (laughs) explain what stack up is, what stack up does. And, uh, I know you also want to explain the origin of, uh, the, the phrase stack up. Uh, so stack up is a uh, well military term. Anybody who's done any door kicking or trigger pulling, uh, it's that. All right, and then they're trying to explain to civilians. All right, you know that thing when you see a group of law enforcement SWAT team like get on a door and they're getting ready to open, like hit it with a battering ram, like that kind of thing. That's stacking up. Like you stack up on a door, and uh, the concept. <laughs> There were the the idea the the positive message behind that was very much like hey it's a bunch of guys and girls getting together for one mission and it was you know it was a military theme you know it was a military you know kind of was like all right this is cool I like this um, so stack up or veterans charity we support video uh, support video gamers we support uh, veterans through video gaming and geek culture we make sure to add that there's no really good way to say that but we you know we do a lot of Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, comic books, like, you know, that kind of anything that gets you out of your headspace really is what it comes down to. So, in the, in, so it's table games as well as video games then? Yes, sir. We're, oh, okay. we're, we're, good, we're good friends with the Geek and Sundry folks like online. So and they've been helping us out like with veterans in their community, uh, things like that. We just got a bunch of tabletop games that we're, we're adding uh, to some of our supply crates. So, so we have four different programs over at Stack. We have our supply crates. Boxes full of everything a unit downrange would need to get gaming. You know, it's a console, controller, headset, bunch of games. You know, Um, they go stateside, uh, they go overseas. Guys who are struggling now with it, you know, with PTSD, guys who are just having problems back home as well. It's not just for guys deployed forward, it's guys for, you know, uh, recovering in military hospitals. We have our air assault program where we fly disabled or deserving veterans to various gaming events and geek events like Comic-Con or E3 or Penny Arcade Expo or any of those things. We fly them out to kind of like show them like, hey, there's this giant community of people who speak your language. And they might not speak military, but they speak nerd. 
And it's, it's, it's an amazing experience, kind of like a make a wish kind of thing going on there. And then, uh, we have our stop squad, which is our 24 seven, uh, suicide awareness and prevention team that we have, uh, that kind of grew up organically through gaming where we would get a bunch of us together playing games and somebody would just pipe up and be like, man, I had a really bad day or God, I just want this to end or I don't want to be here anymore. And I realized like, if we don't do something, we're going to lose somebody in our community. So I put together a team of volunteers that are now trained on suicide prevention awareness through psych armor. And, uh, they're not professionals by any, they're just well-meaning volunteers. And if it comes down to somebody really, really needing some help, we're able to, we're kind of like the triage frontline, uh, of like, Hey, we're going to talk to you a little bit, see if we can get you off that ledge. If we can't, we're going to call on the pros. And then finally we have our stacks program, which is just our volunteer efforts around the globe. We've got about 50 teams globally that are out there just doing good things in our name. They're working with other veteran service organizations, a lot of groups out there are struggling to reach out to the post 9-11 veteran because, you know, it's the usual, hey, do you want to go fly fishing? Do you want to go see a NASCAR event? Do you want to go out and do things? And a lot of these veterans nowadays are like, nah, I'm going to yeah. Netflix and chill, bro. Yeah. I'm going to play Call of Duty. Like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to do things. I don't even want to leave my house. And this is an opportunity for us to work with them. And a lot of these organizations are like, hey, look at these. These guys kind of haven't figured out there. So now, that's, now, that is our story. I have to ask on that one, though, are you enabling these guys to be in the house or are you seeing success stories in getting oh, them no. out of the house after they're part of the yes. organization for a while? Yes, that is a big piece. Like uh, we um, a cu- we have a couple good stories. Uh, one of the we worked with Wounded Warrior up in Pittsburgh. We had a hell of a story. We had a uh, one of our live fire events which is where we brought a bunch of Oculus Rift stations and Xboxes out and set them up like land center, kind of a bunch of at a Wounded Warrior at Wounded Warrior headquarters in Pittsburgh. That's, and, that's an old man word right there if you're talking about a land, land party. Wow. Oh, no, hey, that's the thing. Uh, you know what? Take there, me back I'm, to the I'm, 80s. I'm out in L.A. and there are, boy, I'll tell you what, there are a couple of these here. And it's just like, man, you guys are still doing it. I'm shocked. How are you keeping the lights on? But, yeah, they make it happen. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we had a we had an event with Wounded Warrior Pittsburgh where, you know, they were like, hey, we're struggling to get guys in the door. Everybody, nobody wants to go build houses, you know, do Haiti relief or anything like that. They just want – they don't – we can't get – we can't engage them. And um, – we we had our event with them and the coordinator came up to me. He's like, not only was this like the best event we've had in ages, we got a guy who has not left his house in two years to come out to this thing because his wife pushed him for it. Like, like you need to go to this thing. And he had a blast. It was the first time he'd left his house in two years by himself. That is awesome. It was one of those, it's one of those like, man, that's, that's, that's crazy. We had, we had, a there was a, we had, we had a guy uh, back in the day, uh, through gaming, uh, just kind of catatonic. He'd suffered a, a sniper round through the neck, clinically dead uh, over in Iraq. Uh, had some really, really serious demons. Wasn't leaving the house, socially awkward, everything like that. And we ended up like bringing him – like we brought him out for an air assault. We brought him out to an event. And it was the thing that really got him out of his shell and got like we, we kind of – made sure to, you know, get him in there and show him a good time and hang out with a bunch of people that, you know, speak his language and really he and he had a blast and it, it changed his life. Like it was one of those it, it's it's exciting to see things like that because, you know, you have a mission and vision statement where you're like, oh, we want to provide support and health benefits through video gaming and, you know, but getting those stories back from guys who are actively you 
getting benefit. Like, you know, you, you say you're doing this, but getting those, you know, guys don't, you know, it's like, you're not going to get on a Christmas card list. Or you're not going to get like a <laughs> bunch of thank yous from the guys you're helping. They just kind of go off and you're hoping that you're doing good out there. But every now and again, you'll get an email back and like, this really helped or this helped me with my relationship with my wife or this, you know, my son and I play Minecraft now and it's, it's helping me connect with him. And it's, it's, uh, it's exciting stuff. So it's stackup.org, and it sounds like it's a much bigger organization than just some crazy ex-captain shipping off oh, yeah. no, game cubes. Yeah, that was, you know, that was how I refurbished a VIC-20. I'm going to send that off to Afghanistan. That was well. That was that was a lot of how this whole thing started. When I was deployed over, when I was deployed to Iraq, we were just getting any. And you, you, did you go forward at all? Did you deploy? Uh, yeah, I deployed twice as a contractor in 2010 and 12. Okay, so you're somewhat familiar with the military mail system and then just shipping boxes of random stuff, showing yep. up to units and be like, golf what balls. were they thinking? We got a thousand yeah. golf balls in Kabul. There you go. Ones. Exactly. That's and we're looking around like, going, how are we going to do with these things? So we my, my, threw them at people. Yeah, we, we, uh, our story was, uh, mine was uh, third-hand Harlequin romance novels oh, from, a, from, a, from a library. Oh, you got those too? Yeah, the chaplain had them. They were in the chaplain's oh, office. perfect. People think I made that whole thing up, and I'm no. like, dude, no, this happened. Every base. Like, oh, perfect. Thank you. Oh, I feel so much better now because it's like one of those things like I've been telling that story for years. Like, no way. I'm like, bro. I have every single base had it. Yep. Thank you. Jesus, I need to clip that and be like, I'm not making this up. So uh, we ended up using our uh, ration of those books because we were deployed like a little further forward and we could get away with this. But we ended up using them for uh, target practice on the confiscated arms range that we had kind of set up. So anytime we get a PKM or AK-47 or any kind of crazy, wacky Iranian-made handgun or whatever, we're like – all right, let's try this out. And Look yeah, at these type groupings on Fabio's face. Yeah, Fabio. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. but yeah. So, but that was like the that was kind of one of those like moments where it's like, man, you know, people back home are wasting a lot of time, energy, resources to send a bunch of garbage to us that they don't they don't really know what it is we want down here, you know. And turns out, and this is back in 2003, so you know, I didn't I didn't put this all together until 2010. When I had the first like, hey, you know what? Because I was I was working for a children's charity at the time, and I just didn't have that same level of like, like I was helping, but it was just like, yeah, I'm going through the motions. I didn't, I wasn't really like invested. I don't have children. I didn't know any sick kids around me, so it wasn't like, oh, this is for Billy. So I, I was just kind of like doing that, and then I realized like, hey, wait a minute. There's a lot of charities in the game space, but there's nobody taking care of veterans, and that's still the case to this day. No one is taking care of veterans in the game space. So it was like. All right, I guess we'll be we will be the voice for gamers. And that has been the way that this organization has grown up. So yeah. In um in just a few words, can you explain to the listeners? Because we have a lot of local listeners here in the Charlottesville area that want to help. They don't know how to help, and they're no longer boxing up their Harlequin romance novels after you said all that. Um <laughs> so what's a good way that that they can help, especially the folks that are, you know, over the age of 40, over the age of 50. They're not gamers. They don't know what type of things should they just go buy gaming systems, ship them off? Should they contact you? Should they uh, just, you know, send you money and have you buy the stuff? Or is there some type of a partnership that they can do? What's the best way that they can help uh, active duty military as well as vets? 
Well, your best your best bet, your the best thing you do is have a point of contact downrange. Don't just box up random stuff and send it willy nilly like I don't know U.S. Army in Iraq. Any soldier, yeah, any soldier. You do that, and it's like, well, this doesn't mean anything. Like the thing that is going to change a soldier's trajectory when they are deployed forward is something personal, something like. You ask them, hey, what do you want? Like, what do you need over there? Not like, you know, and again, you were deployed for, you know, you get the the operation. Like, I don't want to call out any other organizations, but you get the boxes of like wet wipes and deodorant. And it's like, you know, you've got closets and closets full of this stuff or just, you know, box, like Connex is full of just like deodorant. And it's like, hey, this is not Vietnam. We've been over in Afghanistan for 20 years now. We've got basic things covered. Like you don't need to send – like here are some things that we would like. Yes, you should work with us. We will help. If you have someone that you would like to – if you have somebody deployed forward and you think that we might be able to help, uh, we're happy to work with you to get them what they want and or need. So your website is stackup.org. That's where folks need to go. What if they're gamers and they want to find you on Xbox Live or on – Gosh, does anyone still use Vent um, or whatever Twitch? What's what's the <laughs> yeah, Twitch handle? What's the way for a gamer to get a hold of you? Same same place, um, stackup.org? Twitch is stackup.org. Um, that's where you can find. We've got a group of streamers helping us out. They stream about 80 to 90 hours a week. Just volunteer veterans who are streaming on that channel for us. You and know, that's stackup, D-O-T-O-R-G, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. Uh, Discord, we have a Discord channel, which is where everything happens. That's where it goes down. It's d- discord.gg at or backslash stackup.org. Like we have our own channel over there. That's, that's where most of our talking happens, but just bottom line, just go to stackup.org, the website and, uh, that stackup actual.org. And that's the website head over there. All your information that you need is there. So <laughs> when you say that a lot of people don't know what to send, here it is 2018. And I've had, I've had shipped to me a toilet paper size box completely filled with wet wipes, which were, Awesome, but the guys who actually needed them, there was no way to get the air ops was red. There was no way to actually get them out there um, to 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 the guys who needed it. So here I am in Kandahar at the main PX, just handing wet wipes to people because you know that's what you do at three in the morning. <laughs> well, yeah, instead of you spending money, it's like here you go, you save a couple bucks. But. Now a buddy of mine got an any soldier box, and there was a bag of brownies in it, and uh, they they were you know right before mission they decided to tuck into those brownies and about oh, halfway man. through the mission one of them's up uh riding point on the humvee and 50 count going dude i um i'm seeing some jimmy, weird jimmy stuff what am I, i'm hearing music what is and going it was, on like, it was the whole truck had eaten the brownies and they're like talking to each other like we are high as hell right now and sure enough at the they went back to base they had to tell their first sergeant he laughed but there was a note in the bag because there were still brownies left with Hope you enjoy the brownies. Drink lots of water, guys. And, wow. you know, yeah, a little marijuana leaf. He went, oh, thanks. Thanks. My favorite yeah. was always getting old magazines from like the 80s. That, that was great. It's like, oh, popular science in in 80s. Fantastic. Yeah, oh, yep. Yep. All that uh, stuff. All right. You mentioned some some bit ago that it's not just guys. It's guys and girls. I wanted to ask, is this really a male only club? Are there, I mean... We know that there are female gamers. If if you're not a troglodyte, you you can accept this. I don't want to talk about Gamergate or any of that crap. Yeah, here but, we go. <laughs> um, no, that's just not my. That's not what this podcast is about. But there are a lot of women gamers out there, and if they join up with this, are they going to be treated as equals, or are they going to be kind of razzed a little bit, like it's, like they get funny. on yeah, other Twitch we, stuff? We have 
We've absolutely, we've got women in our community. We just had our, we had a female uh, air assault that just went to PAX West with us. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, it's, 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 everybody's welcome. And I, yeah, we're, we're not tolerant of any of that. Like uh, ex infantry guy, I struggled back in the day, like dealing with, you know, the whole women in the military and women in the infantry stuff. Like I struggled with that stuff because that's not how I was quote unquote raised. So it took me a while, but Hey, guess what? They're, you know, they are just as awesome and we love having them as a part of our community. And like they, and come on, who wants to, you know, who wants to just talk to a bunch of dudes all day? Like that's no fun. So they, you know, they, they spice things up. Variety is variety. Oh, I, you're going to get so many emails now. I'm going to get eh. emails. Thanks, eh. Steve. It's all good. That was Steve Matuga with StackUp.org. It's not from a place of hate. It's all good. <laughs> Let's talk about these supply crates. You were talking about that that it's not only to folks downrange, but it's also to folks who are having a tough go at it here. What is the application process? I presume that there's a uh, fairly strict vetting process. I mean, I only have one Xbox uh, I got oh, PTSD. Just the one. You want to send me a yeah. second well, one? <laughs> that's yeah, and that's the thing. Well, we ha- we have a veteran uh, coordinator who reaches out and gets a good conversation. And you know what? People might take advantage of the system, but you know we want to make sure that we're helping. And if somebody gets over a PlayStation on us, you know it's like we can't turn people away because they're like, yeah, I got really bad sleep apnea and I'm 100% disabled. It's like, all right, well. You know, it's like you, you – tr- so my guy sits down and talks with them and like gets, gets the real deal. And then we could, we rack and stack. The bottom line is we may never get to your, you know, I stub I have a, I have a shaving profile, P, you know, PTSD kind of thing. We may never get to you because we have higher priority targets that's, in this. That's pretty judgy, man. That's pretty judgy. You see my beard on the camera. I was going to say, I'm like, you know. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> everything is, yeah, you, it's, it, boy, everything is a landmine field anymore. You can't say shit without being like, all right. Now, look, that was a joke. Actually, I was just listening to Joe Rogan's uh, new comedy special, and like half of it is him, like, just like, look, it's a joke. Do you understand? It is a Netflix comedy special. I'm telling jokes. Do you understand that? I make a living making people uncomfortable. It's like, Man, it is so hard to say just about anything anymore without just going, yes, I love everyone and everyone is great. That's a great segue, Steve, for us to talk about suicide. Uh, <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? You're a terrible human. Well, hey, come on. You know veterans. Again, right. that's I know, right? Dark sense of humor. All the we people listening to this podcast, almost all of them are veterans. So, um, it, Perfect. And they get it. They know where I'm coming you from. You mentioned the Stomp Squad. You mentioned that they're on Discord. Is this like an up all night thing? Because I know so many vets that sit there and play Call of Duty or Modern Warfare. Or, nobody plays Battlefield. But they play all these <laughs> things late at night. And... Like they'll just sit up all night long until the sun rises. My wife has PTSD. She's not a vet, but she doesn't even put on the headset anymore because she never knows when somebody's going to say something triggering um, because she's an assault survivor. And it would be amazing if there's a bunch of people who are up all night. Your website had something, or it might've been the Facebook red shirt Raiders. That's yes. That's our, that's our gaming guild. But yes, we are 24 seven. We have somebody online on our discord at all hours of the night because that's when vets are awake. We are not an eight o'clock in the morning crew no, uh, generally. Not. So we Even are usually a three. Is. We are usually a three a.m. I can't sleep, and this medication that the VA gave me is, you know, I oh, it's the sixth time I went to the bathroom tonight or whatever. And it's like, oh, I guess I'll just hop on this, and I'd love somebody to talk to. So we have that available. Uh, you know, we're not a robust. We don't have hundreds of people just hanging out at night, you know. But we do have folks available if you need somebody to talk to or just want to hang out. Uh, we, our Discord is the extent of our uh, 
world that we are allowed legally allowed to uh, uh, work in. So we make sure we tell people to make sure you come to our Discord. We can't like get on a phone call with you or like we need to make sure we have like th- there's there's an extreme like because it's suicide and because yeah. it involves you know there's there's just there's it's one of, of those things. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, look, I realized that this needed to happen in our organization or we were going to lose somebody. And then obviously the red flags went up like somebody could somebody dies, they could sue us. And it's like, yes, but we need to have this in place because I would I would rather have to fight with somebody's family over, you know, in a legal battle than just not do anything and be like, well, not our problem. Uh, So we have pretty strict guidelines on what we're allowed to do and stay, you know, now, if somebody says – now, I have to be the advocate for the devil, not like an ease one, but if oh, somebody sure, no says hurt. something like they're about to hurt themselves, um, are, are the other guys on Discord going to like swat the guy and – No, you know, no, no, and, no. Oh, we, we need have, to call 911 right now and get someone over to his have, house. Yeah, we have, we have uh, people available. Again, it's one of those things like, hey, if it gets down to – you know, we try to find somebody in their circle who can reach out to them and that's who we would go with. But again, it comes down to the – there is a very fine line as far as what we can do. And if it comes like active suicide threat, then it, then it comes to, all right, we're going to get this up to somebody who can actually do something about this because we are not equipped. We are literally the triage unit. We are band-aids and Motrin, uh, of, uh, there you go. There you go. I see Motrin and take a knee. Yeah. Take a knee, take some, drink some water. You're good. But for so many of us, it's just, we need somebody to be with us, but not actually here because that'd be weird. Somebody with us at 3 a.m. when we're trying to, you know, shoot the commies or who, hang on, what's this game? Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Um, When you're trying to shoot the, it doesn't even say who you're shooting in this. My kid plays all these games. I don't play. I think that I think that was two, but that's a, that's an old one. No, this is MW3, man. Oh, three. Okay, there it is. Huh. Okay, yeah. Roger that. Hey, he's 12, but he's old school. He has the uh, the original Game Boy. Huh. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, oh, Modern Warfare 3, really? You know, the next one's coming out in a week, right? His, his <laughs> other house has an Atari 2600 and an NES, the original NES. So Woo, we're not, educating not, not one, this child right. Not the one that now comes in a box and plugs into nope. a... Wow, no kidding. No, nope, okay. old school <laughs> on the cartridge, yeah, even though that Roger. never worked. Yeah. Wow. Um. All right, so, so you have these stacks. I checked the map here for Virginia. The closest stack is in Norfolk or Newport News or something. I ain't driving that far. Sure. Um, and stacks doesn't seem to be a gaming-centric thing. It seems to be like a get-out-and-go-do-something together with people who are nerds as well and like games, like comic Perfect. books or yeah, like whatever. A hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what that's it is. That's Because, because well... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's a big piece of it because the other side of this coin is we don't want guys like completely just I never leave the house I never do anything like this is the opportunity like hey leave your house get out from behind your computer because if you're anything like me it gets real easy to let a weekend just get chewed up well my my world looks different from what it used to be it used to be like all right it's Friday night I'm gonna grab some pizza and I'm just gonna sit here and grind out whatever I'm playing and now it's Right, I'm just going to grind through my inbox and phone calls and for the charity and but, interviews. Yeah, and interview again. Very much. It's Saturday. Here we are. You know, it's like, hey, this this stuff never ends. Hey, I stopped so my Warcraft game to talk to you, man. So are you playing? Are you playing World right now, dude? I used to play Warcraft one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I so was there with when you. World of Warcraft came out in 2004, I I wasn't 
I'm, I'm, this is all the listeners are going, oh my god, nerd alert. Yeah, nerd alert. Suck it. Uh, I was playing Ashron's Call while everyone else was playing EverQuest. There you go. And oh, losing their wives and, and husbands to all the uh, the EverQuest <laughs> people <laughs> doing was, that. Uh... <laughs> oh, I, I can't even. It's not. What the hell is the word? It's not catfishing. That's right. We didn't even have the word catfishing, but that was EverQuest. It was nothing but catfishing. But that was my buddy. I put Ashron's Call, and then when WoW came out, I went, hey, I remember Zog Zog. <laughs> what do you want me to do? So I've been playing WoW since I stopped playing a few years ago, and my wife actually mentioned it to me a few months ago. Like, you really enjoyed the game. Why are you not playing it? And I think I stopped playing because, well, I'm beyond this. I'm I'm a professional radio show host now. I can't oh, be stop. doing this stuff. And, dude, I'm level 48 on a character I built two days ago, three days ago. So oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's... If I don't edit this podcast soon enough, now you know why. I was going to say, like, I guess we know what you do with your dad. 48. Jesus. Are you? Wow. That's impressive. I have problems sleeping because the the Prozac that I take for the PTSD tends to make me wrestle sleeper. And at three in the morning, I just give up and get up. But I can't play Call of Duty or Modern Warfare, that stuff, because one, the trash talk on on Vent or um, the Xbox Live is just too much for me. I get really pissed. And um, the other thing, it's, it's just a little bit too realistic, some of the sounds. So the only first-person shooter I can play is Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Because <laughs> That's mean, a solid game, too. You That's can't really game. get triggered when a giant cactus is, is shooting your zombie that's riding us a, a yeah. jackhammer, you know? It's, it's true. <laughs> Destiny, you might, you might want to check out Destiny, too. That might be an interesting... Although yeah, that, we have they do have Yeah, I was going to say, that's a good... Like that's there's a reason why Halo does as well in the military, you know, reality. Like it's just military enough, but you're shooting little alien dudes and the Covenant and all that, and it's like it's a little different situation. So or or the better Destiny that came out before Destiny that Destiny is a total ripoff of Warframe. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like I bet I know where he's going with this. Yeah, I got got into that a couple months ago and I played it a little bit and it doesn't have the strong story point beats as Destiny does, but man, for what they give you for nothing. It's Whew. it's it's deep, but you're in Hollywood, right? Are you down there in L.A.? In L.A., yeah. So I, you, I moved out here specifically to find like hooks for the charity because it's just a matter of time until we find some silver star, uh, you know, Hollywood type who loves video games. It's like you just got to find that dude. So, yeah. What is it like being down there? And because I mean, I'm originally from SoCon Valley, San Francisco Bay Area. And it would seem that that's where the tech sector, where all the game companies are. But now that they're all over the place, is there that much of a heavy influence of game development there in the L.A. Hollywood region? I would think so, because all the studios. Riot, you got Riot, you got Blizzard, you got Activision, you got Sledgehammer, you got uh, Sony Santa Monica. Um, I'm just trying to think of the ones I've been to. You got a Twitch office here. Uh, you got Blue Hole. Uh, that's the PUBG guys. I mean, they're yeah. It's L.A. It's it's wow. one of those. It was just a matter of time. Like yeah, it's San Francisco, but L.A. is literally like. And the number of events that the, that they're having here specifically for studio uh, Naughty Dog. I'm trying to think of all the ones that I've been to. Um, and then all like because San Francisco is so like ridiculously expensive to live and do anything there because of Silicon Valley. Uh, people are coming up with workarounds and this is this seems to be one of them so la and it's been so far so good but yeah i'm I'm looking outside the games industry to try to find people who play games and get what we're doing like in hollywood in in you know 
in other industries that could help out because we're doing pretty well in the game space at this point. Like people know who we, we are and what we're doing and, you know, developers and publishers, they get it. So now it's a matter of finding people who may not get it or don't know we exist, getting them to get involved. So you've so, been yeah. doing this for what, 10 years now? 12, uh, 12 years? Eight, no, Veterans Day uh, 2010 was when I started doing charity for Troop. The stack up started officially uh, in 2015, Veterans Day of 2015. Gotcha. And Veterans Day coming up, your uh, third anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, thank you. Where do you see the next few years taking the organization? Uh, brr, good question. Uh, a lot more. Um, yeah, that is a wonderful question. We're always, it's always, when I started doing charity work, I did not realize how much of that would, how much of my time would just be creating, being a fundraiser in essence. And it's literally just me you know, shaking a tin cup at people everywhere I go. And it's kind of a bummer. That is not why I got into the charity scene. It was like, I want to help people. And in order for us to, in order for me to keep help helping people, we need to make sure we're funded properly. And that, that is just constantly me pe- getting in people's faces at parties. Like, Hey, veterans ain't coming. Yeah. Do you have a checkbook? Oh, still? You're, you're, you're that guy. It's like, yeah, now I'm that guy. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, I honestly don't know. Like I, I would say we will probably have a full on no nonsense office out here in Los Angeles here in the next couple of years, like full on. Cause right now we're just everybody. Okay. Surprise. We're a digital organization. Everybody's online. We do a lot of stuff on discord and via, you know, uh, online apps We're we're, we're I, I like to call it a quote unquote distributed office. Yes. Is this your office? Yes. This is my, this is my office. It's bingo. Uh, uh, there's a cat over there asleep on yeah, a box. Exactly. Exactly. And that's so, you know, and it's like, hey, this is good for now. But hey, this is kind of one of these like, no, if we need if we're doing this for real, real, like we need to bring all the staff out and have them all sitting in the same room because we are way more effective when we're talking face to face. And it's like, all right, we're going to have a Skype call. We're going to have a discord call. And then everybody goes back and it's like, well, I hope everybody's doing what I'm telling them to do. So, yeah, the office thing, I think, is going to in the next couple of years. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know how much. I don't know what kind of other crazy programs or mission creep we're going to get involved with. I think the four pillars of what we have right now are pretty good. I don't want to add more. I don't want to suddenly we've had people request like, Hey, you want to do law enforcement and first uh, responder? And I'm like, yeah, I would love to do that. But I know nothing about those worlds at all. Uh, I think those, I think they are equal, if not bigger heroes than veterans are because they deal with like, we come home and we take the uniform off and that's it. We're done. And those those people are just getting after it every single day, and it's like I can't even imagine like being a being an EMT and just like oh yeah that dude just got impaled by a X Y and Z and it's like oh yeah that's got to be haunting like you just see death and destruction all the time just around you and it's like that's so I would love to do something there but I we uh, we just don't have the bandwidth like I think we have to kind of stay within our lane and just continue to focus on our missions that we have right now. That's not a bad thing, though, is to find what you're good at and then excel at it. Um, right. As right. Much it gets can... so easy. Everybody comes up and has so many good ideas. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, we, we can, can do this. this. Yep. Yeah, now that we got some money. We can do damn this. Damn good like, idea, fairy. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yes. It's when that they pull is. out the little green books and start writing down notes is when you're like, Lieutenant, yep. stop writing. No good <sighs> idea, fairies, at this meeting. Um, yep. You mentioned the four pillars. I do want to mention to the listener real quick that if you go to stackup.org, uh, under programs, there's a pull down and you'll see all four with supply crates, the stop squad, air assaults and stacks. You can find a stack near you there. You can apply, uh, for, you know, somebody, you know, downrange or somebody even back here for the supply crate bit. 
with the Stop Squad. You can find the Discord channel. I I don't even have Discord. I'm going to join Discord after this call. That's Isn't that a radio line? That's such bullshit line right there, but it's serious. I'm going to... I have to, and I need I to totally figure out how it. to do it on the Xbox Live with Xbox One. Um, I presume there's a way, and yes. uh, we'll figure that out. We got the headsets. Which, in fact, I'm staring at one over there in my, in my uh, office. And... Uh, <sighs> <laughs> then you got the air assaults, which, I mean, if you want to nominate someone, <coughs> me, BlizzCon, uh, if you want to nominate someone, you can uh, go over to the air assault section and there's a, a nominate application there. Because if I asked you to do that, Steve, you wouldn't actually get to it. Yeah, that's have, correct. Yeah. You're right. See, like, I, I don't know. I, like, I just I would, met you. I, I already got you figured out. Making, making a compelling story like, well, this Air Force guy says he has trouble sleeping. You should fly him out to BlizzCon. It's like, uh... Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that one. I have trouble peeing sometimes. Does that <laughs> there you help? go? Oh well, there you go. Ah, oh, that's it. Started. Now I should have led with that, and that would have been like, well, <laughs> I took those malaria pills for two days, so you know Jesus. that screwed me up. Um, you know, I shockingly did not. Well, I don't want to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, this there is we go. why. <laughs> All right. Uh, Let me tell you how it was. <laughs> hey, hashtag stack up is your backup. Is that widely used? Um, uh, is that just yeah, something I just found that? Yes, just happened to find that one. Our, our stop squad's pushing that one pretty hard because obviously that's one of our suicide awareness. Like, hey, we're here to help. And that's, but yeah, that's that's a good one. Uh, stack TF up is one of our more widely used one because that's a, that came naturally uh, from our organization. Stack the frag up. Love there it. There you go. Yep. Love it. What about uh, kids of vets? Like, um, I mean, my 12-year-old's a gamer. If he wants to hop on Discord and stuff, you guys kosher with that? Um, he's, as long as he announces. We've had some, uh-oh. uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, so he has better diction than you. Right. But he may not be socially, like. <laughs> hey, dude. He, no, he's a funny kid. He's he's savage. Okay. He's like the well, host of Savage a, Nation hey, in this house. Like, it's one of those things where as long as he announces and lets, lets people know, like, gotcha. what he's getting into, it's not just like. Because a lot of the listeners do have teenage kids that, hey, they, they want to game with them as well. But, you know, are they going to hear about, yeah, there I was driving my tank over some guy's head in Iraq, you know? Could happen. Yeah, it's not. Again, we're uh, I like I like making the joke that we're our charity is rated M for mature. And uh, it, it's kind of true. I mean, we deal with the, we deal with a very dark group of individuals a lot of the time and they, they have a pretty randy sense of humor. And sometimes people are going to get upset. And But I mean, that's kind of who joke. you're dealing. With. It's a joke. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. It's a yeah. So long as boundaries are set. Um, yep. Steve, what is the one thing that I missed that you want to announce? Um, well, we've got uh, Veterans Days in 33 days. That's our big fundraising push. And see, there it is. It's always about fundraising. Yeah, jingle oh. the cup, man. Jingle the cup. Yep. Um, yep. Fund, uh, we have Call to Arms, which is our annual uh, annual um, charity event where we raise money for the organization, usually through streaming and streamers and Twitch con- uh, Twitch events. But uh, we're happy to take donations. We'll be doing an end of year campaign as well. But bottom line is head over if you're if you're looking to help out or if you're interested, you have somebody we can help or anything, please contact us through the website. We have a contact form. All of our folks see the, the reports coming back and uh, we'd love to work with you. Let's see what we can get done. Awesome. Steve, this has been a lot of fun talking with you here on Heroes That Help. I really, really appreciate your time. Thanks, Captain Bob. And that's our episode of Heroes That Help. If you know of an organization out there that's helping veterans and first responders and you want them highlighted on our show, email us 
heroesthathelp at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all the socials at Heroes That Help. Heroes That Help is a product of Coming Home Well, a nonprofit dedicated to helping veterans come home well from war. Check them out on comminghomewell.com. If you liked this podcast, go ahead and hit subscribe, leave us a rating and a review wherever you get your podcast from, and share it with your friends. Spread the word about these heroes that are willing to give their time to help us veterans after we come back from war. I'm your host, Captain Bob. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.